0: My successful stint. Yeah, you um, did it
1: in Syracuse.
0: What success? Any well, time you go to Syracuse, it's a success. You survived. You won. You
1: didn't kill the horse you were sitting on somehow. That was impressive.
2: <laughs> I was going to do
0: a horse steroid joke for that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or the other one I was thinking about, like it's the only carousel horse they had to shoot afterwards. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's good. Oh, you both are pieces of shit. Okay, so I'll use that one. You want to start the show? (laughs) Yeah, let's get it going. I'm going to give the people what they want.
3: Sensation, horror, shock. I'm
1: going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo,
4: cuckoo. (laughs)
0: disgusting vomit inducing thing
2: hola Creepos welcome to another edition of the worst contest on the internet the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps it's the creep off i am your host the tower of power too sweet to be sour the people's champion and my co-host
4: that is one big pile of shit
2: it's hot cook cook c-
1: Carla! What is happening, Vinnie Paulino? Welcome back. I'm glad you made it back from Syracuse.
2: Congratulations, oh, my
0: friend. We were happy to have you,
2: Vinnie. I'm smile talking right now. I'm <laughs> gritting my teeth. Uh also the studio joining us today for this very Syracuse-centric mm. episode of the creep-off
0: is the voice of Syracuse Tourism, Brian McBride. Hey, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm surprised we have found three creepy people from Syracuse. So oh good God. job, guys.
1: <laughs> By the way, <laughs> when you type in Syracuse Man Arrested into Google, everything is from like an hour ago. <laughs> pages and pages
2: <laughs> from it's, an hour ago. It's literally rivals Florida Man. <laughs> it really does. That should wow. be the, name, the name of this episode is going to be Syracuse Man. Simple. <laughs> it really is not difficult to find stories.
0: Yeah. Google thought it was a DDoS attack. Yeah, so many search queries. <laughs> I
2: buried the lead today. We are doing Biggest Creep from Syracuse.
0: Biggest Creep from Syracuse is Simple. the topic
1: for today to celebrate Vinny's successful stint at the Syracuse mall where he put on Crocs and ate a bunch of food. From you what don't know tell, that well, I ate a bunch of food. From what I
2: can tell, that's about all you did while you were there. <laughs> you don't know that. You I rode a carousel. I spent more money on massage chairs than I did on food. <laughs> that is a true fact. Now... Can I talk about it for a minute? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, there was a problem, and I do want to apologize, everybody. The issue was I was going to use my phone, my Verizon, my super expensive, cocksucking Verizon service yep. to uh, tether my laptop so that I could broadcast live from the food court mall, and I was going to like make an ASAR video, whatever the fuck it is, and just be silly and uh, goof around with everybody and try to make it fun. But- or your internet like slows down on your phone. I don't know what it was. And then obviously the public Wi-Fi blew, so I couldn't connect. So what I did was I went to the Croc store. And I fucking bought the ugliest pair of Crocs that I could find. And I wore them for a good three and a half hours. Pretty comfortable, aren't they? No. Really? My I, chiropractor. You should have love- heard... Dude, I went to him the next day, uh-huh. and he's like, what did you do yesterday? Like, my spine was mangled. He snapped it. <laughs> it Fuck- because you were actually walking. <laughs> I what to do with the cries. <laughs> Dude, he snapped my fucking neck, and car alarms were going off. It was so fucking loud. <laughs> it was terrible. It was the worst day ever, and it was so fucking... Boring. Really? There wasn't anything to do with the mall? I thought it was like the second largest mall in the U.S. All this so, fun stuff to do. Stuff I would have loved to have done. Yep. Closed. Go-karts. Yeah. Mm. Closed. Oh. The Smash Room. Yeah. Closed. Oh. Mm. Neon Glow Golf. Huh? Closed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J- Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Yeah, open, but uh, yeah, yeah. The movie theater was open, but you would have given me shit if I had gone to the movies. Correct. So I decided not to do that. I did laps around the mall all day. I think I saw a dead guy. Oh, cool. Yeah, I passed him. Like he was there around eleven thirty a.m. and he was there when I left at six in the same chair, the massage chair that just wasn't turned on.
1: I think it's funny that the mall in Syracuse. Isn't close enough to civilization that Verizon gives a fuck about it to put a cell tower nearby? Uh,
0: well, the internet shuts off when someone picks up a landline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, you Makes know.
2: sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, they'll get there one of these days. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, uh, you did
1: your consequence, Vinny. Yeah, the Crocs were $57,
2: Carl. Holy shit. Yeah, well, they're comfy, man. I paid You'll Syracuse en- prices. You'll enjoy them. I hate them, You'll and enjoy. they're terrible
0: to look at. You can live like a sultan there for $57. And right in the mall. In your
2: Crocs <laughs> and a massage chair. All so right. that consequence is done. Congrats.
0: And now I have to jump in
2: to Creeps and Roses Season 2. But... Oh, yeah, we had a, a vote on that. But... I refuse to record a fucking episode till you do your consequence. Okay, that, no, that, you're right. That's fair. I got to do my consequence. That's fair. I'll We're do doing that. Colton Underwood season 23 of The Bachelor, just so everybody knows that mm. one. Nice. McBride's my co-host. One nice. of them, PJ's the other one. We're going to have fun. We're going to do that, but not until you watch Cuties, you piece of shit. All right.
1: <laughs> I love it that I'm a piece of shit because I haven't
2: watched Cuties. That makes sense. You are a piece of shit for not watching Cuties. <laughs> Fair enough. Which is a sentence that really is unfathomable <laughs> I know to, that it actually
0: is true. Sure, it, it was sure. the one movie playing at the Syracuse Mall, by the way. I was wondering about
2: that. <laughs> yeah, you could have seen it three times. You would have been good. All right, folks. So let's talk about the results of last week. Last yeah. week we did Creepiest Babysitter. Okay. And my creep was a lady who gave a dead woman back to her – or a dead baby back to the mother. Yeah surprise for her to find out in a laundromat, the baby had been dead for quite a while and was rigor mortis. And yours just killed a couple of kids in her terrible apartment. Yeah? My creep was named Kirsty Flood, not Christy Flood. Who cares?
1: <laughs> Alright, what, what happened with the voting? I'm not going to reanalyze this. Vinny has
2: 68%
1: wow. of the vote. Oh, Please, oh. some odd.
2: I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm feeling pretty good about this. That's bullshit. That's a 2-0 lead, Carl. I'm coming back. Yes, you're up to and- nothing. And both were
1: pretty substantial victories that we're looking
2: at here. And I feel good about that. I needed it. I needed a confidence boost because you kicked my teeth in that one round. <laughs> all right. And I, I'm going into these consequences. I'm giving it my all. You are. I'm, I'm putting the time in, folks. And you're so getting rewarded for it. Thank you to my true believers, the creepomaniacs, and the Merry Marchers. You're all the best. Now- yep. Let's start the contest for this week, shall we? Let's do it. My Creepiest Syracuse resident today reviews PlayStation 2 games on YouTube and routinely hangs out at Destiny USA. It's oh. worse than that, Carl. PlayStation 2 games? PlayStation 2
0: games. How long ago was this person doing that? <laughs> like last week. I'm confused why anyone would want to watch it. Should I buy Tekken Tag Tournament from 2001? I don't know. Let me watch a review. <laughs> well, you can buy them, but not only does he review PlayStation 2 games, but not
2: only does he hang out at Destiny USA like a lot. Is, I don't know what that is. that That's the ball Syracuse. That's the oh, OK. Name.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs>
2: uh, he's also a big fan of this abortion of a podcast. Ugh. And not only that. He's a patron and he's a member of Carl's Couseroo. Oh, I like this guy. It's herb beta patched, everybody. All right, yes. The only fan who came to find me in the Syracuse. That Mall. guy's the best. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not my creep.
1: Oh, okay. He really does do YouTube videos of PlayStation Two games. Though? Yes, he does. I got you. Got to link me. To we that. had
2: coffee and he had a tea. We talked all about it. We you got to link me to time. that. I got to check that out. All right. Mm. You're not my creep, herb. You're all right by me. My real creep. His name is John Jamelski, everybody. Right. He's also known as the Dungeon Master of Syracuse. That's not like a Dungeons and Dragons name. This is like a name he earned. I was hoping it was Dungeons and Dragons. No, I no, was no, really no, hoping no, he was no. okay. No, but it's this not guy good. is. We're talking shackles and chains. That's here. not good. So John grew up in Syracuse. He had three kids and a wife named Dorothy, who became bedridden from a disease in 1988 and died in 1999.
0: Oh, so he cared for her for all that time. It seems like a really nice thing to do. It is. Well, she was there. Years. She was there for all that time. We will talk about that more. In
2: 1988, his father, who invested heavily in the stock market, dropped dead, and he received a sizable inheritance. He invested the money in real estate. Smart. And by 2000, he had become a millionaire. Nice.
0: Wow. From this inheritance. This now, is the person
2: in Syracuse? A this millionaire. This person is in Syracuse. And not only that, he's
0: being featured on this show. A millionaire in Syracuse. They call him Syracuse's Rockefeller. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where did he invest in real estate? Not That's Syracuse. the name of this episode, Syracuse Rockefeller. <laughs> uh he lived very frugally, Carl. Okay. He was seen in town often collecting beer cans and bottles from trash cans for the deposit.
1: Only a Syracuse millionaire would act like a homeless person. Uh That is so fitting. It's
2: perfect. By 2003, (laughs) he had a collection of over 13,000 bottles in his possession. I just want you to know that. Okay. He even made arrangements with libraries to save food coupons included in subscription magazines for him. Like He's like, oh, the the coupons are there. Would you save them for me? He would go to the library. They go, here you go, John. So he used the Koopas or he collected He them? used
1: them. Oh, okay. Because he's not returning the bottle. So he's confused. a super
0: frugal dude. But he, but why is that frugal if he's not returning the bottle? Well, he's saving up for when we get the Michigan 10 cents. Uh, and then he just doubled his investment. No, he's pulling smart. the Kramer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like
1: Syracuse Bitcoin investment. <laughs> that's
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going up.
0: Yeah. Shitcoin.
2: Shitcoin. <laughs> Uh, It's crypticola. So he lived in DeWitt, (laughs) which is like a suburb of Syracuse. The area where Jamalski lived, a lot of the properties were being purchased, remodeled, and improved. But not Jamalski's house. No, 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 no. no. What he did is he kept it exactly the same way it was. He just decided to build a giant 10-foot-tall wooden fence around the house instead. Okay. Uh, He kept his house very private. In fact, no one in his family, his three kids or his wife... We're aware of the existence of a secret bunker underneath the house. Oh, well, that's Mm. why it's a
1: secret. (laughs) No no one was aware of the secret bunker. Yeah, no shit.
2: We've learned a few things recently on the show about having a treehouse and having a fort in the backyard. Mm. Nothing goes well when an adult man has a fort. No. (laughs) That's not a good (laughs) thing. So no one knew in his family knew that he had the secret bunker. Uh, But in this bunker, what do you think he kept in there? Video games. (laughs) <laughs> PlayStation, PlayStation 2, two reviews. <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> 2 games. Uh, well, no, guys. What he had in there, he was able to store and rape the secretly kidnapped women that he kept down there. Oh, that's not as fun. That's not right. Cool. He held sex slaves in an underground bunker underneath his Syracuse shithole for months, sometimes years at a time. Really? And no one knew. Fucking really. Are you sure you just didn't watch Kimmy Schmidt? I am Netflix. positive. This guy <laughs> okay. got busted in 2003. So, this is uh, before Ariel Castro. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah before Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, before all of it. This guy is the OG mm. of secret dungeons in the suburbs. Okay. Let's talk about the women and the abductions real quick. Yeah, Let's really just. Hot. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, let's talk about these poor victims. Now, these are not the real names. These are the names that the police use in the cases. Okay. October 1988. That's a weird
1: name. Kirsten. Oh, Kirsten, okay. She
2: was 14. Ooh. Like I said, right up your alley. He fed her once a day and let her bathe with a garden hose. Then one day in 1990, he blindfolded her. We're talking two years. He kept her in this basement, raped her every single day. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie. Sorry, it was me. One day in 1990, he blindfolded her, put Mm. her in the backseat of his car, a car that his son was driving, by the way. (laughs)
0: She's going to get a
2: (laughs) pinata. And took her to the Greyhound bus station and dropped her off.
0: Oh. Okay, well. No murdering. Set her free. The
2: son apparently later was like, yeah, I had no idea who she was. He just asked me to give them a ride to the Greyhound station. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't ask any questions either, but yeah, that's fine. I was just, yeah, at least as long as i are not going to collect bottles this time, Dad. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll just help you give this girl a ride to the bus if station. If I needed to know, he would have told me. He said that Dad said that it was a surprise for her. And the surprise for her was fucking freedom after yes. two years of being raped yeah. by this musty motherfucker. Wow. Then... In March of 1995, Michelle, a 14-year-old Latino girl, was kidnapped. He kept her in the dungeon until 1997 when (laughs) when he dropped her off at her mother's apartment. He also threatened her family during this time. She went to the police with a description. Because of her previous drug use, she was like apparently like a little pothead, Mm -hmm. and the parents just thought she ran away. So they didn't like report her. They were just like, I guess one less mouth to feed kind of situation. Mm. (laughs) Is everyone in this story a shithead? Yes. Of course. Yes. It's the creep off. Are you new? (laughs) Mm. They question the credibility of her story. The cops are like, "Eh, All right. Oh, he kidnapped you and held you in a basement. (laughs) And fucking raped you for three years? Okay. Yeah, I feel like a lot of kids make Old up that story. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> Whatever you say, kid. Are you sure it wasn't you just didn't want to do your homework? You got some imagination on you. <laughs> raped every day? Really? Come on. Mm. Even though the police completely dropped the investigation. Even though. She routinely saw John driving by the house in his shitty 75 Mercury Comet or whatever the fuck this car was. He would drive by all the time. She would always see this guy. Wow. That's a balls. Huge. <laughs> Fucking a, the, the balls of a Syracuse millionaire, ladies and gentlemen. Seriously. Now, let's continue. 1997. His taste kind of changed. He had two 14-year-olds. This time, Carl... Here's a real wild card for you. Oh, boy. A 53-year-old Vietnamese woman named Tina. Wow! <laughs> well, you know, they, uh, they do look young, those Vietnamese. <laughs> it's
1: hard to tell sometimes.
2: He was like, God damn it, when he looked at her license. <laughs> <laughs> you tricked me. We are going to pay for this and tomorrow's rape." According to a later statement, Jamowski liked hearing her sing and placed a TV in the dungeon for her to use. So at least he was being a little bit nicer to this one. Okay. She was reported missing by her boyfriend a few days after her disappearance, but the police had no leads. On May 23rd, the following year, he dropped her off at a Greyhound bus station with $50. Unlike the previous victims, she went right to the cops, reported the abduction. She had no idea where the guy went. Like, she was abducted, kidnapped, no clue. They had no idea where she could have been held. The investigation went nowhere. They said she felt like the police didn't believe her either. <laughs> she said that... No fat chicken." Right. They were just like, yeah, okay. Another one of these. Uh, yeah, these the cops different. are like, there's something in the water. All of these women have the same made-up story that they come to us <laughs> with. It's, it's <laughs> that salt. have been missing for two years. <laughs> yeah. It is salt in the water in Syracuse. It's true. She got dropped off. And then May 11th, 2001, Jennifer, 26 years old, was offered a a ride home. She was walking downtown Syracuse while high on LSD. Okay. Mm. And he's like, hey, uh, you need a ride? And it was raining, so she was like, sure. She got in the car, and (laughs) what a sad, strange trip that was. Back to the bunker. (laughs) Did did, did you come up with that? No. Okay. Actually, I did. I was just kind of off the top of my head. I was going to say. I'm reading and What a long, strange trip. Uh, Back to the bunker. He raped her daily. Uh, when she resisted this time, he inflicted cigar burns on her. She...
0: McBride? Sorry.
2: We're the worst <laughs> fucking people. You're a real piece of shit for that. She developed a very serious abscess on her lower back, and uh, he also manipulated her with claims that he was part of an underground slavery syndicate, of which the police were a part. The victim begged him to write home to her parents, letting them know that she was alive. And he let her do that. He let her write a letter, but he made her lie in the letter saying that she was in a rehab clinic. Okay. And after two months, she had this terrible abscess on her back. And he was like, well, I don't want to deal with the dead body. This guy hasn't killed anybody. He's literally raping children and fucking Mm. old Vietnamese women. And then he just lets this fucking crazy drug addict go because he's like, yeah, go get some medical help. Dropped her off only two months. She was the luckiest. Yeah. I mean, years he kept these other women down there. Now, his final victim, Carl, this is a fun one. Okay. He finally found a girl he liked. He finally found a keeper. His final victim was was a 16-year-old black girl named Mika. She was abducted in 2002, and she somehow managed to befriend him.
1: Oh, okay. Good. She oh, had smart. like the
2: Stockholm syndrome kind of deal going on. That's yep. what investigators said later. And he apparently liked her a lot and used to take her uh, upstairs into the house. Wow. Even though, I mean, this is after his wife died. She died in ninety nine. And keep in mind, she was alive. This started in eighty five. Okay. And she was alive till ninety nine and didn't know this was going on. Right. She took her upstairs, had her hanging out in the house, would take her on dates. Interesting. Took her to the bowling alley he took her to a karaoke bar (laughs) people thought they were a very odd couple they didn't call the police nobody did anything but on April 9th he brought her along to a bottle redemption center oh good finally gonna cash in huh? yeah she managed to convince him to use the phone to call a church and ask for its service times now apparently one of the things she used to do was read scriptures to him okay and so he was like oh well maybe we could see if we could go to church and so he let her use a phone. And she called her sister. And her sister called the police. Yeah. And within minutes, the police arrived and arrested this fucking lunatic. So,
1: wait, I thought that the girl was kind of into it, though. So, apparently, she called she her not- sister
2: and fucking <coughs> got away. Apparently, she was ready to end the relationship. She'd had so enough. this asshole gets arrested. And let me tell you about some of the stuff that they found out. This no, is, uh, I'm going to show you a little video of the dungeon, Carl. I want you to see what a lovely place it was. Here you go, guys.
4: Once inside, there was a small tunnel that led to another metal
1: door, and that led into the dungeon. On the walls were the red ink of wall of thugs that Jennifer had detailed years prior. Above the door was a small crucifix with the words, Peace to all who enter here, beside it. In the first room were the words, Hate, and Ready to ruckus, so bring on the pain,
2: and red on the walls.
0: That apartment would cost $4,000 in Manhattan, though. By the way. <laughs> Good point. He'd two roommates. Right. Well, that
2: is going to go into that is going yeah. go his defense, but we're going to get there in a second. Here's a little bit more of the place. Lovely bathroom. In the
1: center of the room was a stained bathtub. An aluminum chair with no seat was positioned over a pail and a <laughs> clock radio on top of a portable fridge nearby. In the second room was a foam mat over bread trays. On one of the walls, a red peace sign had been lazily drawn. Other parts of the wall was covered in writings by the victims themselves. I've actually dated girls who have beds that are grosser than that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. (laughs) I believe that you have dated girls who have beds grosser than that. I think you're telling the truth. I think I am. What do you think of that? I think I am telling the truth. No jokes there. So things that they discovered, there was a series of calendars in which the victims systematically had to keep records of each day, uh, with the letters B, S, or T. And uh the T stood for brush their teeth, B stood for bathed, and the S stands for being raped by this man, stood mm. for sex. So he made them keep calendars. Okay, I need to brush your teeth. Why I mean, those
1: three things? Why is it rape and brushing your teeth in the same category of something that we need to document? I don't know. That's odd. He's a creep. This guy's is a little a- bit odd, I think. <laughs> I'm starting to think. <sighs> you know, man. It's always good to keep records, though, if you are going to commit yeah. crimes for decades.
0: I got to tell you. I mean, make sure it's documented. Right.
2: jerk. It's a real chair. <laughs> oh,
0: Don't you everyone? Did I brush my teeth last Thursday? <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Oh thank, thank God, I kept a schedule. Well, could you get raped and brush your teeth on the same day, or is it one of the? No, other? you got to pick one. <laughs> you got to pick one. <laughs> I think brush my teeth. Brush my teeth. <laughs> also, didn't he rape them every day? Yeah. So why do you need to keep a schedule? <laughs> it's true. Police also found uh, several video recorded
2: entries with at least one woman on the tape. In the tapes, so he kept logs for himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, the viewers could see Jamalski dancing, singing and also exercising with the said woman, Jabalski also often told his captives that he was part of the Onondaga County Sheriff's Department and had shown a fake badge he had found on the street years earlier, as well as telling them that he was under certain bosses that were making him do this. He told his Mm. victims under this story that the easier the daily rapes could occur the faster his bosses might let them go. It makes perfect sense. You got to give him a carrot. That's you got to give him a carrot at the end of the stick, Carl. That's
1: the dumbest made-up story <laughs> you could possibly have possibly come up
2: with. It's not a good story. But he though. found a badge, so, yeah. I mean, I got the prop. I might as well do it. I mean, could you imagine being like, oh, I know what I'm going to use this for. Just puts it in his pocket,
1: keeps walking. Uh, excuse me, Happy ma'am, day. I have a license to rape you. Uh, I just yeah. want you to
2: know that. Oh Jesus Christ, this guy's just a trip. Is he this also going to an end soon. What's going on here, man? Oh God, yeah. So he pleads guilty to five counts of first degree kidnapping. He gets eighteen years to life. That's it? That's what I said. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but years it was life. a plea agreement. So he was up for parole in twenty twenty one. Oh good. But here's the thing. He was never really sorry for any of this. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to him talk about why he did it and his logic for it this man reminds me a lot of you carl oh, he yeah. has no shame in his game he will smile talk his way through fucking anything like a complete psycho okay. uh things that he said he told prosecutors that his plan began when his wife dorothy was diagnosed with cancer and she wasn't able to have sex and he thought this was a great idea uh so like if he kidnapped them then he wouldn't be exposed to sexually transmitted infections because you know they were captive and they were only fucking him Okay, so that was part of his logic. That's that's logical. It actually makes sense. He also said he should not be punished for what he did. He thought that you know when he was arrested, he thought that he would be at most, at most. This is in conversations with his lawyers. Thought he should spend a couple of days in jail or pay a fine, (laughs) do some community service. (laughs) And I'm not shitting you, Carl. He would like argue this, argue it. Did he try
0: to pay in bottles?
2: (laughs) <laughs> it's as good as money I gotta read you this quote he did an interview with Dateline and I couldn't pull the clip to get the audio but uh, he told Dateline that he believed he was a pretty nice guy and claimed that he hadn't realized that what he had done was ex- was an extremely serious cry he said I'm thinking you know maybe I'm gonna go get some community service or something like that nature you know a little bit of unlawful imprisonment or whatever he said "Wow." he also said that his lawyers had to spend many days after his arrest to make it clear to him that taking women and holding them in a dungeon is kidnapping. Oh, he didn't realize that? No. Oh. He, he, he like... didn't understand this at the time. And he also dismissed the chaining up his victim's argument by saying, people wear ankle bracelets all day long. It's right. It's a fashion statement. Yeah, Your honor, they wanted it. And during his first parole hearing last fall, he said, listen, it was a very comfortable mattress. This is a quote. <laughs> I slept on it. He also told me that there were bubble baths, there were scented candles, mm. and he had the hose shower for privacy. He has been denied parole and will probably remain in jail forever. Yeah, he's not. He He's going is an, an the right unsorry way. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And I just find this story to be fascinating. My creep, John Jolnowski.
1: The Syracuse Dungeon Master. I would just give this advice to John. Pretend you're sorry and you won't do it again. Just pretend. <laughs> just pretend you don't want to do that ever again. Take it away, Carl. All right, I'm going to go next. We'll, leave, we'll let uh, McBride hit the last one. Yeah. All right, my creep is a guy you guys might know. His name is Stephen Baldwin. Now, what Stephen Baldwin has oh. done, uh... voted for a, a Republican multiple times. Wow. All right, I'm just kidding. My creep is a guy named David Renz, and I will let David Renz tell you what he did. This is his confession. Oh, I don't like this, so they just come out and say it themselves. Listen closely.
4: <laughs> On March 14, 2013, I, being 29 years old, drove my car to the parking lot of Great Northern Mall in the town of Clay, Onondaga County. There, I left my car and entered into another car occupied by Lori Bresnahan and a 10-year-old female child. I threatened both of the occupants of the car with a pellet gun that looked like a real handgun and directed Lori Bresnahan to drive to a remote part of the parking lot. Once there, I restrained both Lori Bresnahan and the child's hands without their consent so that they could not escape or resist. I used a knife to cut a hole in the child's clothing and proceeded to have of vagina sexual intercourse with her. Immediately after, I drove the car out of the mall parking lot and eventually ended up on Birch Road in the town of Clay, Onondaga County. On Birch Lank Road, I intentionally caused the death of Lori Rustahan by reputedly stabbing her in the head and chest with a knife and attempted
1: to strangle her while she was restrained. That's right. That's his name He's a real piece of shit, this guy. So uh, just six weeks after he'd been arrested for possessing child pornography, Rentz removed his required electronic monitoring device and drove to that mall in that suburb of Syracuse Mm. where he uh, jumped into a vehicle with a mother and her 10-year-old daughter restrained them both, raped the daughter, drove away, and then murdered the mother. Now, what happened to the daughter? The, um, the daughter was found by some people who were driving by, and actually what happened is David then panicked because he killed the mother because the child escaped, and then he just ran off into the woods, and they got the canine units out. Yeah, the running into the woods is cliche. <laughs>
2: yeah. Nobody ever gets away when you're running into
1: well, the woods. Well, you know, it, it's dark. It, it was in a remote area. It was dark, but it's it's the canines that uh, yeah. will eventually track you down. Now, you, you know what kind of shit's happening in the Syracuse woods? Stay the fuck out of there. Yeah, well, this guy is, is the problem, though. This is the, this is the guy that's the problem that, that's in the woods there. So... He was found with eleven thousand images of CP hmm. and one thousand one hundred videos,
2: and this is seems what, like a small amount for a pedo.
1: <laughs> does it yeah. eleven thousand? images? How many Zune
2: players full of porn did he have?
1: So this guy was released with an ankle bracelet, and they they said, and the the judge actually was how great. the judge was very concerned about releasing him.
3: The transcript from David Renz's January 11th federal detention hearing shows concerns the judge overseeing Renz's child pornography case had about allowing his supervised release. Federal judge Andrew Baxter told Renz he would agree to go along with the federal prosecution's recommendation of release, quote, notwithstanding the very serious nature of the charges that you're facing and what we have learned about your juvenile record.
1: So... The judge was concerned about this, but the prosecutors were pushing for it. Like, let's let's release him. You know, he'll be under house arrests. Not a big deal. So the guy likes child porn, but the judge. It's gave eleven thousand oh, measly bitch, images. bitch, bitch,
3: bitch! <laughs> like, what are they doing? Oh, uh, but the, but the judge gave a very stern warning. Baxter warned Renz several times about violating the conditions of release or tampering with the electronic oh, monitoring anklet. Oh. Now I understand you know computers, and there may be ways around some of these things, but trust me, you know, if we have any whiff of the fact that you're trying to defeat the monitoring software, or using a computer elsewhere, or doing anything to circumvent the monitoring, then you're going to have a problem with me, said Baxter.
0: He told him that there's ways around these (laughs) monitoring services? (laughs) So this guy was really good with computers! This David Reds, or what's his name? Sure, you David can go Reds. to this specific website, <laughs> click on the third link down, download this, and we wouldn't be able to find you. But right. don't do that. And, and the judge is like, "Cause I'll be pissed <laughs> right. if you do that."
1: Okay. So this is I'm David fucking crying right now. This is David Red's after he raped a child and murdered her mom, talking about how often he was taking this bracelet off and
4: leaving the house. How many times in total would you say that you took the bracelet off? I can only get an estimate, um, but I figured probably 10 to a dozen. At any point
1: in time when you had the bracelet off, uh, did you leave your home? Yes. Can you tell me at any point in time when you had the bracelet off, did you ever receive a call from the federal government, the U.S. Probation Department. No. So this guy's tampering. Get the fuck (laughs) out. He's tampering with the device. No one ever calls him out his shit. And actually, he said it was 10 to a dozen times He was underestimating quite a bit. The
2: bracelet Reds was wearing was supposed to let federal probation officers track his movements. They failed to respond to over four dozen tampering alerts from the monitor in the six weeks
0: before the attack. So we're talking like 50 times. To be be fair, right after said, no more snap bracelets. We're not doing that anymore. We're doing the real real kind. So so this
1: guy went out, drove out, bought this pistol. Bought like the the wire and everything that he needed to perform this crime weeks before he did it. He was all ready to go, and he was trying out how long can I get the bracelet off, and then I can come back, and no one calls me. Cool, this is working out really well. So the feds fucked up. I mean, leave it to Syracuse to have just the most incompetent people (laughs) running the show over there and uh, they're paying
2: up for it. Renz was found guilty of murdering a woman and raping a 10-year-old girl after he broke free from his court-ordered ankle monitor in 2013. News Channel 9's Josh Martin joins us now. Josh, they have reached a settlement, am I right?
0: Yeah, Rod, the federal
2: government
3: will pay out $5 million. Court documents we received say the number is, quote, fair and reasonable under the circumstances. So
1: they're paying this girl. Five million bucks almost some of the money's going to other members of the family to just be like oops <laughs> whoopsie <laughs> we got uh fucked up on that one
2: we want you to know though that the judge was very angry <laughs> he was. the judge was not happy with the situation but we're still gonna give you the five million
0: and we had no way of knowing this could have possibly happened and it gets worse guys oh no the
1: failure gets even worse because this guy was convicted of having all of his child porn And they decided to let him go on, you know, uh, supervised uh, probation. And uh, if they had known that he had a previous record, there's no fucking way in hell he would have
2: left prison. Welcome back to the Talks Tonight, the case of accused, murder and rapist David Renz is raising major questions and concerns about the way sealed juvenile records are handled, especially when it comes oh, to sex offenses. No. An exclusive NBC3 News story found Renz was charged with sexually abusing a minor when he was a teen, but police nor prosecutors neither knew that when Renz was arrested and charged with child pornography by the feds in January, those records have been sealed in Onondaga County Family Court.
1: So what's the point? The judge didn't know about this. He wasn't allowed to look at that. And it's it's pretty bad. It appears that the feds, uh, federal prosecutors anyway, were not aware that, uh, that uh, Renz had appeared in a family court proceeding and had been implicated in the sexual abuse of a nine-year-old when he was... Fifteen. This was back in nineteen ninety nine, okay. and uh, and uh, we found out it only by by because the alleged victim in this case uh, contacted us. The only way anyone knows is because the victim's like, "Hey, I, this fucking guy raped me when I was nine. What's he doing out on the streets?" You see this limp? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! I mean, the guy's got a type, that's for sure. Oh, God. So this was a failure all the way around on this one. The Ooh. the system really fucked up, letting this guy go out and murdering and raping and uh, this is the police officer who arrested
2: this him. is unreal what did you think of him now that you know the full story is he a madman is he just
0: evil i i think he's just pure evil pure evil we've always told our children there's no such thing as a boogeyman but after this there really is
2: yeah this guy looks like a monster so listen hear me out on this god I spent yeah, eight hours in that Syracuse mall, and it's really <laughs> boring. There's not a lot to do there. <laughs> See, yeah, you'd fight something to do. Right. I'm just saying. You know,
1: Renz David was, Renz's defense. Renz was born without the lower half of his left jaw and part of his cheekbone. Ah, so he was a looker. A hereditary condition that would come to dominate his and his family's lives. The man's father, brother, and sister all had facial deformity, but it was more pronounced in him... Requiring multiple jaw lengthening surgeries that drained his parents' already limited resources. In school, his friends recalled that Renz had to cover the hole in his neck from a tracheotomy so he could be heard, drawing bewildered stares from his classmates. So, this guy was an outcast and he looks like a
2: deformed monster. So to here's, look up. here's the thing about this that I, you know, it's look, so weird the way society deals with this. Because like Disney and stuff back in the day, the the bad guys always looked hideous and like monsters. Yes. And then everybody was like, "You got to stop making the bad guys always look like the monsters because they're sometimes they're good people." And then they switched it around where it's like they got Quasimodo yep. and all the mutants are like the fucking good guys. So that they like you meet these most of the real evil twisted people are like this yes look at our, our governor cuomo <laughs> the guy looks like a
1: super villain sure <laughs> it's central casting what i'm trying to tell you is that everyone should judge everyone by the way they look correct i totally 100 uh, he agree is. and so that is my creep and uh definitely if, if check him out uh, check out an image of him he is a creep all the way he is serving life in prison with no chance of parole.
2: David wow. Ritz, yeah. vote on the No, Now, how many wow. victims were there? There was the one woman, and then he looked at a bunch of child porn, and then the one kid. Well, then, there, were well the kids. Kids. Yeah, there, there were two kids. Yeah, there were two kids, and there was a woman who was murdered. Now, um, how long did he keep them all captive?
0: All right, Brian McBride, what do you got, buddy? Let's see uh, who you So, got. yeah, I went a different way with this. I picked somebody who everyone says is a creep, yes. but as a proud member of Syracuse, I'm going to defend them. Oh, shit. All right. Absolutely. So, Good luck with that. <laughs> Syracuse's favorite son, the most non-creepy person I've ever seen in my life, is a thespian by the name of Tom Cruise. I don't know if you've heard of him. Ooh, Tom Cruise. I have heard <laughs> of yeah. him. Yeah. Spokesperson for, for Scientology. He's for- a dreamboat. Yeah. Born in Syracuse, the story begins for us when he was married to a lady known as Nicole Kidman. Yes, some of us remember her. Uh, I've actually seen her in real life. She died. Yeah, no, okay, no. They had trouble conceiving a baby. And not because Tom is secretly gay. I know we're all thinking that, but that's not the case. No, Careful. it's because
2: <laughs> oh, the
0: Scientologists are going to get Careful. you. Careful. No, I'm saying that's not the case. He's right. definitely not secretly gay. Okay, good. We all agree on that. Yes, we all agree on that. <laughs> okay, so they decided to uh, adopt two kids. They started raising him to about 2001, and then all of a sudden the marriage started to fall apart when Tom made a request of Nicole, uh, Vinny, please play clip one.
4: Efforts were also allegedly made to get her to denounce her father, who was a psychiatrist, a specific field of study that Scientologists have long raged against. These efforts failed and likely backfired.
0: Yeah, so uh, she wanted her, her to publicly denounce her own father's job. And to be fair, you guys don't know the history of psychiatry. I don't either, but he yelled <laughs> that at Matt Lauer, that Matt Lauer doesn't know the history of psychiatry, and I bet if we all knew it, we'd be on his side. I yeah. will tell you. And what does Matt Lauer know? He butt-raped an intern. True,
1: yeah. Speaking of creeps, I will tell you <laughs> that I used to have the Scientology channel when I had DirecTV, and I would turn that thing on because mm-hmm. it's just hours and hours of propaganda uh-huh. like the programming on there, and I agreed with just about everything that they had on there. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck! I agree with most of this! This is not good! Mm,
2: that explains a lot. It does, doesn't it? I have a question. <laughs> yeah, Did ahead. you smile all the time before you watched the Scientology channel? No. Or was that after? I was not a
1: happy person, and then your, your Scientology feetins. showed me the
0: way. Yeah. Alright, got rid of them feetons. <laughs> He's beating them feetons! So, uh, so they ended up getting divorced, and... The kids completely cut themselves out of her life for the most yeah, part. They have to, they, right? con- they considered her what they call an SP, a suppressive person, mm-hmm. uh, and the other suppressive people. So Nicole Kidman is on a par with people like Napoleon, Hitler, and <laughs> Charles Manson, okay. You know the big four <laughs> they, we- they have her. <laughs> yeah. I hated that movie The Hours where she had the fake nose. <laughs> I agree. And Australia also sucks. They ended up getting divorced, so he needed to find a new wife. And what's the way most of us find new wives? We have our churches interview <laughs> prospects. <laughs> of course, right. <laughs> um, th- so they interviewed, uh, I guess, Sophia Vergara and Scarlett Johansson. I don't know about you guys, but when someone tries to set me up with a nice girl from church – they don't come at this quality from I was, was going to say, I don't need you to interview Scarlett Johansson. That, that's a key. Right, that's a key. I'm uh, green light, that one. Apparently, it didn't work out. There were some sources that say he, he might have been a little intense for them. Yeah. And, and, and his thing. So he ended up choosing Katie Holmes. Yes. Because he read in a magazine from Seventeen that she thought she, like, she was going to marry him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a very sane relationship. I'm sure we've all seen the video on Oprah where he's jumping out of the couch. He was very much in love with her, not fake much, in love with her. Right.
1: Very much like very real, much, very, very much very not gay. <laughs> very real love right. that he was showing like a lot yes. of guys right. jump up and down on on television. Yes. Because they're so excited.
0: And then all of a sudden Katie Holmes started getting uh, you know, auditions for things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently a lot of people didn't want to hire her because Tom Cruise was very active on set. He was saying what sort of scene she's allowed to do mm-hmm. and uh and No Bush <laughs> <laughs> like just... and telling the director. Um By the way, seeing Katie Holmes now, very cute in Dawson's Creek. Things happened to Katie Holmes. I don't know what it was. Well, hold on
1: a second. Is Tom Cruise responsible for The Dark Knight having Maggie Gyllenhaal be the love interest? Because it was was supposed to be Katie Holmes. Thank you. It was supposed to be Katie Holmes, and then we get this ugly monster that Thank you. all the guys want to fuck. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense at all. I, yeah.
2: She's like, Batman Bruce, for you? <laughs> it's the only
1: unrealistic part of that movie. She has a
2: piggy nose.
1: I you feel like I was going up. crazy. Thank you. Maggie Gyllenhaal is like, <laughs> the worst. She... <laughs> so I blame Tom Cruise for that. I think Tom Cruise is the one who got Katie off of that it movie. It's my Maggie
2: Gyllenhaal face.
1: Which means that Tom Cruise is a creep. But go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> So, Wait, why am I arguing? Holy shit, McBride just fucking Yeah, yeah I mean to argue for his yeah.
0: creep. No. Oh no. man. That's not <laughs> the, that's the opposite of what I want to do. I'm trying to tell you guys why this is totally normal behavior, and he is not a creep. He's God just a regular Re- Syracuse citizen. Reverse
1: psychology just fucking worked on me, Benny. <laughs> hey Carl. I'm a
2: dumb dummy. <laughs> Mitchell Krasowski in the uh, YouTube chat just yeah. said that na- we should change the name
0: of the uh Roos to the Club Feetans.
1: <laughs> the I like it. All right. all right. Go, ahead, McBride.
0: So, for some unknown reason, Katie Holmes ended up wanting a divorce. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, no, till this day, we can't figure it out. I'm she, sure it was so she could get his money, right, McBride? Is $500 million or whatever. Well, she uh, she decided to do it. She was calling lawyers on prepaid phones in law firms in three different states as a standard for most divorces. Sure. So, Sh she runs away with her daughter. Yep. Uh Tom Cruise's only biological daughter. And Tom Cruise has not allegedly has not seen his daughter in seven years. Is his daughter an SP? No, but she is not a Scientologist. And although apparently the church says you can still hang out with your children who are not Scientologists, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise decided, well, since I'm so high up in the church, I shouldn't do it anyway. I yeah. don't want
2: to risk it, they're icky.
0: Right
1: well you know it's it's the precedent that it's it sad right you want to you, set an example you,
0: you want you don't want the precedent to be loving to your children
1: right It's, it's like, like when <laughs> Biden wears a mask, even though he's been vaccinated right. he's trying to set an example. Tom Cruise is
0: doing the same thing here right okay so here's the th- here's the thing that a lot of people will point to is is creepy, which is not creepy at all a lot of us we like sports we'll have guys over watch beer and beer and stuff Jimmy Kimmel is famous for having a big football Sunday right yeah Yeah. yeah. he has people over cousin Sal Adam Carolla comes over all these mans man they invited Tom Cruise you know what Tom Cruise showed up with his mom his mom He brought his mom to a football watching he, party. He brought his mom to a football <laughs> watching party, as all the cool friends do. you're so well-adjusted as an adult. Right. It's great. And also brought <laughs> cupcakes for everybody.
2: <laughs> Listen,
0: you guys uh, got a problem with someone bringing cupcakes? Yeah. You know what you do it? What are we even talking about here? <laughs> yeah, right. You know what you know what you get if you bring cupcakes to Vinnie's house? and An invitation to come again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get. So or you get locked in his dungeon with, with an <laughs> oven. <laughs> and flour. What you get is to go get me more. <laughs> yeah. Right. So again, the coolest people you can bring over are people who bring over their mom with them to their dude's night. And that is why Tom Cruise is not a creep at all.
1: Adam Carolla tells a story about that uh, incident. Because that was only one time that Tom Cruise came over to watch football. Weird they didn't invite him over again. Well, I don't think he wanted to come over again. Because Adam Carolla was celebrating touchdowns by pretending he was shitting out of football (laughs) in front of Tom Cruise and his mom. And they were not all that pleased. I guess they didn't think that
2: was a hilarious uh, joke. I don't know, man. You can't – like once somebody's mom's in the room (laughs) – I think the real creep there is Corolla. Yeah, I don't know. I I have a. You can't bring your I mean, they don't lights. know Tom Cruise. How disrespectful is that to do in front of Tom Cruise? Wow, these guys are a bunch of uncouth creeps.
0: Mm. Don't forget to who vote you, for Joshua. <laughs>
2: Jou- I'll see whatever the fuck my guy's name
1: is. All right, what else you got? McCarty? Don't
0: listen to Carl and vote for Tom Cruise like Carl wants you to do. <laughs> I know.
1: What
0: the fuck? What was that, Carl? <laughs> vote that for Biddy. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all and, right. And that's why Tom Cruise is not creepy. Not creepy at all. Not creepy. Very good.
2: Well, Very normal. I like what McBride just did there. That was good. Ladies and gentlemen, you can vote at the creepoff.com this week. As always, you know you're gonna want for your pal to vote for your pal the people's chip. You would never want to give another win to a guest. That would be a terrible idea. And and let's stop doing that. Definitely right not. Now. <laughs> yes. Let's just
0: just ignore <laughs> McBride. <laughs> they both hate it, keep in mind.
2: Let's just ignore McBride. Uh <laughs> So listen, we got uh, some voicemails, and the voicemail segment is usually brought to us by our good friends in Syracuse. Yes. And since uh, the voice of Syracuse is here, take it
0: away, Brian. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. We still have a mask mandate. If you saw what the citizens look like under them, you'd understand why.
2: See you in Syracuse. All right, folks. We got some interesting voicemails this week. Where to start? Uh I like this one. It's a lot of fun.
4: Carl and Vinny both at the live show. Carl and Vinny at Live WATP. Carl and Vinny. It's going to be so much fun. 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 Ah <laughs> ah Yeah. Pretty good
0: song. Wrestling guy, <laughs> toothpaste Goblin fucker. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm very very excited to see you guys. So oh. Uh You probably won't hate to see me, so sorry about that. Anywho, take care. Prep Boy Rick out. Prep Boy Prep Rick. Rick.
2: That wow. was the best voicemail you have ever left. And ladies and gentlemen, it's so good. Let's hear it again. I want to hear that song one more time. Carl oh, and geez.
4: Vinny, both at the live show. Carl and Vinny at live W-A-T-P.
0: Carl
2: and Vinny,
4: it's going to be so much fun. Oh, uh, Boring. Oh, 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 yeah. Be more funny. Wrestling guy. <laughs> Toothpaste goblin fucker. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I liked it. Hey, uh, Carl. By the way, tickets are going on sale this
1: week for our Patreon members of WATP. And uh yes, Vinny and I- you are going, right, Vinny? You're going to come to Chicago?
2: Uh, there is an opportunity that a former world heavyweight champion might be coming to Comedy at the Carlson okay. that weekend. All right. And all I right. might that's have to happened. pal around. That's okay, that's fine. Wrestling guy. That's fine.
1: Okay. We'll anyway, f- August 28th. you are these podcasts live and more information? And tickets will be available soon. We'll get all that out there.
2: And hey, we'll uh, see Prep Way Rick. Carl, why did you leave so many voicemails this weekend? Oh, boy. <laughs>
3: Hey, v, it's Carl. And do I got some good news for you.
0: Whether you're watching The Gay Bachelor or The Dildo Bachelorette, you can get either of these seasons at deepdiscount.com. slash <laughs> W-A-T-P. Deep Discount has all your favorite shows, including all the Stuttering John's comedy albums. That's W-A-T-P at deepdiscount.com. Gagia,
2: That sounds like a hell of a deal. I'm just going to stream it on Hulu. Thanks. Kept. Fucking deep discount. There were still, Do dude, they deep still discount Deep discount still exists.
1: <laughs> Someone asked me what our promo code for that one. I was like, I haven't done a read for deep discount it's in a, years. Go
2: fuck yourself, uh Carl. Again with these.
0: Hmm. Hey, Vinny, it's me, your buddy Carl. You know it's me because my mouth looks like a cemetery after an earthquake. Anyway, I just want to say I love aesthetics and Latin. Oh, that's, a, that's all rubbish. I hate the Polish people. I hate Polish people. <laughs> Polaks,
2: the Germans, and I hate them. All right, call me back. Uh, Harl. <laughs>
1: oh, Why wow. do you hate
2: the Polish I, people?
1: You know what it is? I, I just get drunk and I just start randomly calling into the creep-off hotline. i got to mm. stop doing that.
2: This is someone calling to yell at me about last week's show. Come on, Vinny.
4: So your creep brought a dead child to a McDonald's. And you didn't have Rock and Roll McDonald's ready to go for it. Mm, Wesley, Williams, what the fuck is Rock and Roll McDonald's? And, and you had a better creep, but I think I'm going to vote Carl because he actually knows a thing or two about good podcast production. Yeah.
2: Well, Thank you. Well, yeah, a lot. of Thank you for lot of good it did that. Did a lot of good for Carl this week. Your one vote. Hold, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> hold, on. <laughs> hold on. What the fuck is Rock and Roll McDonald's? I'm Why do I not know what this
1: is? Going to show you.
2: Is this like your mom McDonald's McDonald's is a place to rock. It is a restaurant where they buy food to eat. It is a good place to listen to the music.
4: People flock here to get down to the rock music. Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's! Rock and roll McDonald's!
1: That is Wesley Willis with his great hit, rock and roll mcdonald's how can you not
0: have remembered that vinny yeah (laughs) wow
2: i feel boy i feel stupid (laughs) are you ready for a scum parade carl oh my gosh are we doing a scum parade already let's get it yeah we finally got to it okay let's do it
1: watch out
0: for the scum
2: Hey, hey, Audrey Nicole Fransquini, 28, is now facing charges of burglary, educational institution interference, and resisting an officer after police said she, quote, blended in with students, end quote, and nonchalantly walked into an American senior high school. To carry out this ruse, Miami-Dade police said the 28-year-old woman, donned clothes similar to a high school student's, carried a book bag, and entered the school building holding a skateboard and carrying a painting. What a shitty prop. Everyone knows girls can't skate. Right?
1: That'd be the first giveaway right She there. was
0: literally doing a Hello Kids meme. Yes. She must have been. Yes. And uh, after
2: successfully gaining entry, police said she walked through the halls handing out flyers promoting her Instagram account. Guys, Got, mm. I gotta tell you, when I read this story, Vinny, I was thinking about I'm a little embarrassed. I was thinking about how we
1: first promoted the creep-off when we yes. first started the show. Well, what we would do is we would go to podcast conventions, and we'd burn episodes on CDs and hand out CD-ROMs to everybody to get them to know about the creep-off. And now I just feel like that was kind of dumb, right? Yeah,
0: we should have just gone to high schools. <laughs> you just say, hey, download this on your phone right now? Yeah,
1: right. Like <laughs> Maybe a flyer to promote an Instagram is, uh, yeah, it's kind of similar to... Well,
2: McBride is like nine feet tall and has gorilla hands. Maybe we should have you just go out and be like, put it on your fucking phone. Give me your phone. <laughs> your fucking phone give me your fucking phone it's Subscribe just like to this fucking podcast fucking open the podcast out what's your password what's your password oh boy so a student said it was very creepy because her instagram account features images of her just wearing a weird red devil's mask security saw her and she said oh wait i'm a student i'm not going to class i'm looking for the registration office and they said okay well the registration office is right over there And instead of going there, she continued to roam the halls. A second security guard saw her and tried to stop her. And she ran away from them down the hallway. (laughs) Yeah. And then just darted out a side door into the parking lot. And they couldn't catch her. But the fact is, you fucking idiot, you left a bunch of flyers with your Instagram account on it. This would be like a bank robber
1: dipping his fingers in ink and then going into the bank. It's like, yeah, we, we got it. Thanks, buddy.
2: Appreciate it. Follow my Twitter bandit. Get, and open the vaults. Like, this <laughs> idiot. So she left behind the obvious clues. Uh, they found her listed on Instagram. Now, little backstory on her that I thought was interesting. She was once a police officer mm. in Georgia. And she was fired in 2017 after she was arrested and accused of hacking into a fellow officer's social media accounts. The Washington Post reported she was accused at the time of then posting nude images of the fellow officer on social media. Her bail for this stunt at the high school was set at $2,000, and she's been ordered to stay away from the school.
1: Th- this is just a bizarre story. It there really are other is. ways to get your social media out there and hand out flyers at a high school.
0: But you think the story, like... Did the job though, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's true. she's probably got a ton of followers now. Her Instagram handle is not mentioned once. Oh, but people are going to find it. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? If you find it, can you send it to me?
2: <laughs> you
1: want to see this lady in her devil mask? I want to see why she thought she'd get away with looking like a high schooler. She's 28 years old in the image that they show in the article. She does not look like a young 28 years old.
2: No, no. <laughs> I don't know what she was thinking with that. No, she looks like the 28 year old who has spent. Every single day since high school, working the early shift at a McDonald's.
1: At a rock and roll
2: McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> Hit the music! I can't. I can't. Oh, you suck. <laughs> so, a Spanish teacher is uh, being removed from her classes after an investigation found that she performed an inappropriate sexual act during a Zoom lesson. What? Yes, Brian. A s- students at the prestigious Columbia Secondary School for Math, Science, and Engineering remotely watched a live class. Amanda K. Fletcher, 37 years old, appeared to suck the nipple of an unidentified topless male. Well, she rocked her head back and forth, according to the Special Commissioner of Investigations for City Schools. <laughs> Following this act, Fletcher's face turned in full view of the screen. She gyrated her shoulders. I'm assuming like that Bill Cosby. Or that Shack meme where he's like, "Yeah, hmm, yep." Gyrated her shoulders and then smiled, and then she started talking about resuming her worksheet teaching and discussing uh, of the worksheet that she just uh, gave the class. So yeah. she just turned around and was like,
0: "Back to today's lesson." Well. To be fair, she's probably been zo- doing Zoom for a year, so she hasn't been able to see her students. They also said before that students watched Fletcher
2: eating spaghetti with the shirtless man <laughs> behind her. So no wonder she was so horned up. Yeah, she was like, "She needed a little milk." I don't know what she's fucking Ugh. doing. She hasn't seen her students for a year, so she needed to get laid. And do you want to know the weird thing about this? Is like she's eating <laughs> No, I, I understand. No, I
0: understand.
2: Jesus Christ! So she goes just right back into the lesson. Yeah. This happened with 12 minutes left in class. Right. So during this class, she's eating spaghetti, sucking on a nipple. And there's, it's not like she was waiting for the class to start. It's not like the cl- she thought the class was over, and this isn't
1: a Syracuse school that we're talking about. No, this is Columbia Secondary School. It's a good school. It's a good school, yeah. and this woman's making over hundred thousand dollars. She's got a good paying gig.
2: She gave no explanation for her alleged conduct. She declined to be interviewed. Smart. And uh, <laughs> I very... what good answer is there? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that cleared it all up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this happened last October. And uh, they are pursuing disciplinary action against her. She's been removed from all of her classes.
1: And still getting paid. Also, they've decided the way that they're going to fix this problem in the future is
2: training. Chop off all the spouse's nipples of teachers.
1: Well, that would work, too. Training is what's going to happen because she just didn't know that you can't suck on a guy's nipple. On a Zoom call during class. She just, I mean, she, if someone would have told her that, like, you, I know you can't fuck a hooker it was just, on
2: Zoom. Yeah,
1: You could pay the hooker on Zoom, right? That's not a big deal.
2: you got to be able to come up with some kind of story to defend it, though. Can That's the snor- thing.
1: Can you snore Adderall on Zoom? I don't know. I need training. What can and can't you do in front of children? <laughs> I don't knows? know.
2: But there was just no explanation for it. Right. And training, like you said, isn't going to help. It's
1: but not going to help. No, you're right. It's not going to help. This woman knows that you can't do that.
2: The only thing I can think of she might have been able to say is like, I was teaching them how to roll their R's. It's a weird technique. Mm. You got to get someone's nipple on your tongue. That's not
1: bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that how
1: you learned? I don't know. On a male's nipple? <laughs>
2: my teacher's husband. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. This story is short, sweet, and holy shit, it scared the fuck out of me. Mm. Little Rock, Arkansas. The Little Rock police are investigating a man after he was shot Sunday morning. According to a report given by Little Rock Police Department, the shooting happened at 2 a.m. Officers noted in the report they found the victim in a local emergency room, and the victim said he was smoking a cigarette outside when a man approached him, asked him if he could get a light, and asked if he could use his phone. So the man gave him the light and then was reaching for his phone. And before he could get his phone out, this dude shot him in the dick. No! Yes. He got John Wayne vomiting.
0: You know what? I'm going to say this. Worse than the head.
2: Yes. Correct. (laughs) I'm just saying. It's like horrific. He's just like, oh, yeah, here's a light. Can I use your phone? Well, what do you need it for? Bam! Right in the dick. Look, it's a fun story, but the reporting
1: here is underwhelming. We only know one side of the story. I doubt that this is the truth. I highly doubt that this guy's just like, I'm just minding my own business at 2 a.m., smoking a cigarette, Mm. guy walks up to me and shoots me in the dick. Do
2: you have another theory, Carl? Yeah,
1: do you think, like, maybe he fucked that dude's sister or something? I mean, there's probably a lot of possibilities of why this guy would want to shoot this guy in the dick. I doubt it was because I was just minding my own business. I don't
0: know. You think now in Arkansas, whenever anyone asks for a light, the other person grabs their crotch and starts (laughs) running away? (laughs) Just take... (sighs) I don't think that now.
1: I fuck. I hate reporting like this though. It's just. It's so obviously. There's not no follow the up questions. Yeah, it's like okay. That doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> at all. Like, okay, all and people know. like video are like, oh,
2: can you believe it? <laughs> no, I don't. But <laughs> listen, man, I just watched that "Son of Sam" biography or that thing on Netflix. Yeah, just walking around shooting fucking people. That's in, that's so crazy. It's such a scary thought. Yeah, well, it's not as bad. Just the b- fucking randomness of it's it. It's not as bad as
1: raping a 10-year-old at knife point, but yeah, I gotcha.
2: Or, you know, holding a, holding a f- couple of 14-year-olds, a 53-year-old right, Vietnamese all right, all right. a, a 26-year-old LSD all head, right. and
1: a poor little 16-year-old girl. The bed was comfortable. He slept on the mattress himself. He
2: had seven candles, <laughs> <many>. <laughs> he
1: set candles, At a least candle. they
0: didn't bring cupcakes to a
2: football party. <laughs> 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 All right, final story of the week. A 31-year-old French woman – oh, boy, this is a fun one. A 31-year-old French woman was shot and burned alive by her estranged husband in broad daylight authorities, said Thursday. And a brutal killing that stunned the country of France. Witnesses heard screams and gunshots and then saw a woman fall to the ground. Apparently, the guy shot her in her thighs. Mm -hmm. She hits the ground. And then the, they see the male suspect douse the woman with the liquid and then set her on fire. The prosecutor of this, as it stands, says we could assume that the perpetrator shot the victim, that the victim was still alive when he set her on fire. So she
1: was still alive when she got set on fire. How was she afterwards?
0: Less
2: alive. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wasn't 100% sure. 100% less. I wasn't sure how that went. Okay. 100% She's pretty less pissed alive. off. <laughs> okay. She was not happy. No. Uh, the police told reporters the man had seven previous convictions, including a charge last year for spousal violence. Mm-hmm. He served a brief sentence in prison, was released in December. I like that his that though the spousal violence was in front of a minor,
1: as yeah. if as if like look. I mean, we know that your wife probably needs to get roughed up every now and again, but not leave for the, the kids. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they don't need to see that shit.
2: Do that shit behind closed doors. Yeah, back like the good old days. Right. Finish your whiskey. Close
0: the door. Yeah, close the door. I gotta punch mom one good. <laughs> Make France great again.
2: <laughs> <Choc-nab-lou>! <laughs> uh, right. So this guy is in a lot of trouble. People who watch this, like people saw this. The whole front of the house. There's a, did you see the picture? Yeah. The whole front of the house. It happened right at the front door. Is black because like just the smoke went up from this. Prosecutor alleges he believed Shadis was cheating on him. And decided to punish her for his endured suffering. Sounds a little over dramatic, Mr. Frenchman. Very passionate bunch. The they French. are very passionate bunch. My endless suffering. <laughs> <laughs> At least, you know, I mean, he set her on fire. Holy shit.
1: I like Vinny's French accent. Yeah. It's I think good. we should do a, a story from France every week. Just Parisian
2: Paulino. So. <laughs> Uh, he murdered this woman. He intended on killing her. He's been charged with voluntary homicide. And uh,
1: <laughs> I volunteer. <laughs> Who wants to homicide this lady? I do. I do. <laughs> voluntary homicide. If
2: you want to homicide this woman, step out of line. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, burned down the house. He's in trouble. That is on the creep off this week. We had a lot of fun, didn't we? We sure we did. did. Now, for those of you who are uh, patrons of the show, we love you. Thank you, the Cuzzaroos, the True Believers, the Creepomaniacs, and the Merry Marchers. We
1: just put out a new episode, Hall of Famer, with
2: yep. uh, our boy Kaya. Uh, I thought you were to say our boy Jessica Yonif. Oh Yeah, <laughs>
1: that too.
2: Don't, yeah, don't do that. Good thing we're not in Canada. Yeah, thank God. So, yeah, we did that. It's out there right now on the Patreon stream. You can go check that out. If you haven't yet, please, we'd appreciate it. We love your support. For everybody who does support the show, thank you. Anything else we need to plug? We got the Instagram. We got the Twitter, at CreepoffPod. You usually say our phone number in case people want to call in. Yeah, there it is. Hey! It's 585-371-8108. And if you want to email us, it's Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. So, folks... Remember it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gagia. Yeah.
4: Efforts were also allegedly made to get her to denounce her father, who was a psychiatrist, a specific field of study that Scientologists have long raged against. These efforts failed and likely backfired. Go-goo, go-goo.
0: <laughs> Each lady that was looked at was required to sign multiple non-disclosure agreements before they were even considered by Cruz.
3: I mean this guy was a real jerk.
4: This is stupid!